Lightning Bowl where anything goes. My name is Miguel, and as always, my co-host, my best buddy in the whole wide world, is joining me today. What is your name? My name is Mateus Fernandez. Welcome. Matthew Fernandez. Yes. And welcome. Welcome, welcome to, to the pod. It is August 27th at 9.39. PM. So we're vibing. You vibing. know, today's been a busy day. Oh, yeah. I mean, for day. you, man, I, I finally have a day off from work. I was a... Uh, I think we woke up today. I woke up. I slept in until about seven, and then uh, we watched Dragon Ball Z for cumulatively probably like five or six hours today. You're a lazy fuck. Okay. Nah, it was awesome. <laughs> nah, dude, the the, the stoic quote awesome. of the day too was like, "Today, laugh instead of cry." So mm. usually, I'll like if I have a day off, I'll sit around and eventually be like, "Man, I can't believe I'm being unproductive. I'm so upset. How am I gonna act like this today?" Every every time I went and got a little upset, I was like. Nah, this is good. I'm relaxing. I'm watching Dragon Ball. This is fine. See, I'm chilling. Exactly. It's okay. Nothing don't bad. Don't worry. Don't gotta worry. And uh, for anyone yeah. asking, we're definitely not gonna touch on the fact that we didn't upload an episode last week. Anyway, Matt. No, no, no. We switched uh, it up, but we'll get to the end. <laughs> we'll, we'll mention it at the end. Oh, yeah. Because we like surprises. Yeah. All right. Drop me surprises. the uh, Florida Man story of the day or the week. Uh, okay, let's see. So the first story of today is Florida <laughs> Hospital Worker Speaks Out. Uh, against accusation of sucking patients toes so my state isn't really the most reputable when it comes to <laughs> fetishes um let's talk about it so apparently france oh excuse me france belderin age 23 was arrested tuesday morning and charged with battery on a person 65 years or old uh, after he was allegedly caught in Fort Myers Hospital sucking on a patient's toes in mm. West Tampa Bay. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> That's some Tampa shit right there, man. <laughs> but apparently, uh, the alleged incident occurred on Monday night when the accuser said she felt someone touching her foot. <laughs> well, imagine, imagine you had a sleepover with the boys all of a sudden just... You wake up and you're like, what the fuck is on my toe? How you so doing? Wait, did she, did she wake up and somebody yeah. and she saw... Someone, or she was just like, I feel oh, so, wet feeling. No, so toes. apparently she was there, but she woke up to it. So apparently, because uh, I, I guess they were in a hospital. So then I guess I'm trying to figure out who it was, but I guess apparently um, it was either a worker or a visitor of some sort. But obviously, nothing too crazy. Typical Florida shit. The cops saw it. They said, <laughs> $1,500 bond. Flat. Simple Get in court on March 30th. Basic, you know. <laughs> Audio's being weird. Excuse me. No, but you're okay. Oh. Hold on. Okay. Interruption stopped. <laughs> that <laughs> it's was all part best. of the vibe, man. People Doing things over people, Discord is uh, interesting. People are going to love that one. Anyway. I can't wait for them to hear it. <laughs> Another right, news. Two. Okay. Other one is today... Florida man one oh sorry excuse me it's coming up now oh Florida man stole one dollar from a student after shooting him that's it that's weird Florida man was accused of shooting an, uh, a student and robbing him for one dollar according to WFLA Rainier Figueroa 25 was identified as a suspect in the July 21st shooting and apparently bro just shot him and took a dollar that's like so getting the short of a stick in a GTA like he really just needed a dollar or is it like <laughs> imagine bros that to a, rob someone i, I think like, what happened was he was at a vending machine he was like shit doesn't take card i got the blicky on me let it all somebody get me a dollar give me a dollar bro i'm trying to get my nine doritos with a bag of air 
Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And whoever it was just didn't want to help out. Not one friggin' bit. So instead they got shot. Exactly. The audacity of people, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I mean, you. that- I feel like this is the least- The least Florida man- Florida man thing that I've- I, This is- this was yes- I mean, this is a normal know. day occurrence over here. I don't know yeah, what you're talking like about. <laughs> there- <laughs> People get shot over everything over here. Speaking of someone getting shot off social media, oh my God. Andrew Tate kicked off all Fucking socials Andrew this week. Tate. We're going to our general topic of the week. Kicked off of all major social media. I think actually as of recent from when we originally recorded this episode, he was taken off, um, I believe, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Yep. Anything else I'm missing? MySpace? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Just everything. But you know what's really crazy? I Dude, still see the guy. And he posted like this hour goodbye. Oh, yeah. That was really interesting. So, yeah, he, uh, for those who don't know, he posted an hour long video to YouTube, I think. Or his TikTok. One. No, I think it was YouTube. No, and it was YouTube. Yeah. And he was like saying, oh, well, people were taking my clips out of context, this and that. Um, I'm gonna. Did, did you see the parts where he's like, I've done it. I've created the perfect life. I've done everything that I've needed. Why do I still need to be here? I don't. And that's okay. That's just bro saying, yeah, I scammed you guys into paying for a Discord server that only makes exactly. you no money. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, man, if there's people that legitimately made money off of that, good for them. But I'm just saying, like, you're stupid. Donkey of the day. <laughs> Donkey of the day. Donkey of the day. I mean, it's, it's, in 2022, you have to create your own magic and your own routes of making money. Yeah. And not everybody can get the perfect, shiny way of doing things or the most, like, not run of the mill, but the most common way of doing things. Some people need to create and be the bad guy to get where they want to be. Yeah. So it could easily well, all just be a scam. I was gonna say in social or media, he's just creating. He could a just character. be an idiot. Well, mm, well, exactly. It's it's he's playing a role. I think it's both. I think it's exaggerated. You know what I mean? It's an exaggerated version of himself. Yeah, because well, here's the thing, right? And this is where my co a controversial opinion. Haha. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I do. It's like what we talked about last. I think we talked about it last episode too. I agree. For yeah. every five bad points, he has one good point. And I think one of the things that he's always preached, listen, his views about women are stupid. I think we can all agree about that. I'm not going to be on some Sneeko shit and be like, but yeah, man, these hoes, they don't want to be wise. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what to do. They don't know how to stay in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't think... Horrible. I don't th Hor nothing but horrific. I don't, I don't think that at all. I, I do think, though, that... Um, he he preaches a lot of like just common sense for men and masculinity in a sense that like i know the definitions are very broad in these days but my opinion is if you do identify with more masculine traits what he's saying isn't terribly wrong i think the problem is is that when people like him come about people get like afraid not like listen like again i'm just reiterating the women shit's not cool, I'll be honest. It's not cool. It's not cash money, dog. But I do agree that, be one, I could see why this generation is a bit more soft. Can't take a fucking joke. Take everything too literal. And number Cancel culture. two, you don't, instead of re-educating people about what they're doing wrong, you know, all you're doing is just shutting them out and ruining their lives when you need a chance to re-educate. You know what that's like to me? That's like, and I heard Charlemagne say this. Charlemagne, Charlemagne, Charlemagne say this <laughs> <laughs> on um, 
on the impulsive podcast yesterday actually and he said you know that's like if you're on a highway and you're going 80 miles an hour like say a couple years ago you take this one road to work school whatever 80 miles an hour and you go 80 miles an hour sometimes you 85 90 but you're doing 85 80 80 miles an hour couple years later they say oh there's a lot of accidents this isn't right this and that so they dumb it down to 65 well now let's just say no one told you that the speed limit went down so how are you supposed to know what's the limit right so in that regard i can kind of see where tate kind of comes from because where he comes from eastern europe and romania they're very traditionalist you know when he says like women should be in the kitchen this shit and that that's not just romania that's a lot of Eastern Europe. That's a lot of Russia. That's actually still a majority of a culture in China. You know, this whole thing about, I don't know if people are surprised by this, but Western culture is probably like one of the only things that have actually, you know, popularized like women's rights. So I don't see why, I don't see why people are surprised by what he says, you know? So because of that, th- I like think that's people where people are just surprised by what he says because we're so trapped in our, our bubble, in our culture, in our mindset that a lot of the, uh, especially the younger generation that are going to get the most angry about it. Yeah. They can't think on an international level. No, absolutely not, and that's where the issue kind of gets a little messy. Um, yeah. I mean, I just. But that's not just. That's not someone like him. That's. Yeah. Culture on a international level but that just goes to show ignorance you know what i'm saying i'm not saying like you have to like everything that's in the world but i i don't know i i just think that at the end of the day you should really try and read between the lines am i saying like he's the best person no because a lot of the things that he has done is questionable right but if you just want to cut out the women if you want to cut out the, the sex ring if you want to cut that all out which again not only <laughs> <laughs> doesn't help his case and actually it still has been debated whether it's been true or not i'm just I, I talk about Tate like I talk about Kanye, where like, if you just take the idea, the one idea that you agree with, and take that, you don't have to take him with it, you know? So, because of that, I think I think what he kind of says about masculinity these days is true. I think that you can, um, I think it's more about just being, if you take what he says, I think it's more about being a good man than being like a fucking that alpha sigma theory shit and taking too far but also being a fucking pussy <laughs> you know <laughs> there's a fine line there's a fine line and just it it's more of a matter for me at least from when i listen just be a good fucking person and just stand up but again it doesn't translate that it's like a snippet and he's like well women should be in the kitchen and she can't be dating other people that's fucking haram you know it's like <laughs> horrible it's terrible so I don't know, but that's just, that's my view in the situation. I don't know how you see it. Uh, I've deliberately stayed away from just about everything that has to do with this man. Uh, I found it funny just watching some of the clips, thinking that it was a joke, and then the more, but this is also over the last couple of months, and then, like, the more that he's come to, I guess, the forefront, and, like, like he's reaching his apex before he gets banned. Up, up until that point, I didn't look into him. I haven't listened to a thing he says. I don't avoid him, per se, but I don't go out of my way to watch or hear anything that has to do with him. That's fair. So I'm like, I'm so blind to the situation, except for the jokes, and the jokes enough. The jokes alone. The memes are, are pretty nice. Like, no, that's the okay. memes are pretty. Well, the memes nice. are hilarious. They're amazing. That's just because you love squished memes. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> All right. 
Give me some Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yes. Uh, I believe that was in theaters last week, this past week, no? Yes, it was. I... Gross, what, 21 million globally? Yes. Um, yes, apparently. So, they closed a, you know, box office DBS Superhero. I don't know. I guess they said it was projected to sell um, 21 million. But, um, I don't know. Does yeah. that confirm, though? Did you get a confirmation on that? Hold on. Nothing, nothing too bad, nothing too big. Oh, dude, your poor microphone. I know. My God. I, I think all in all with this movie, uh, I was excited for it, but the from everything I've heard, the press has been horrible. There's been no kind of good push for it or anything, so a lot of people really just don't know it exists. Mm -hmm. And in the world that we live in today, between leaks and videos, uh, I have not seen the movie, but I've basically seen the movie. And so... Uh, not not that I was like in a rush to watch it before because we just uh, Timmy and I just started uh, going through all of Dragon Ball, so we're like we're in the Frieza saga right now in Dragon Ball Z. We're trying to get through all of Z and then GT and then Super and then this movie. Mm -hmm. So uh, in terms of timing, I'm not in a rush to see it. I don't have a reason to see it right now, but I know just about everything that happened. So the hype kind of doesn't exist for me. Gotcha. I mean, it's fair. I think it, for me, kind of too. Only the difference is I haven't even seen <laughs> Super, so I gotta really get a nap, but people say it's, like, the best thing ever. But, um, that, it's definitely something I want to get into, because I think you and me both, I mean, like, kind of carried a lot of that, you know? I've been, like, a, yeah, because we've, we've, you and I have been huge Dragon Ball fans for ages. I just, you know, because the more I get into it, the more I've watched it, and the more videos on little things on YouTube of just, like, the differences that I didn't see before. Mm between like the old stuff and the new stuff and i mean I, I i could see it it's you go from this like extended dramatic maybe long as it's kind of dragged on you, you go from like a very serious dragon ball z to super just being i guess really gauged more towards kids but kids in like the 2010s mm -hmm. 2020s era so everything just feels yeah. very different it's not necessarily bad because it's the same way that I look at like uh, like the MCU or Star Wars or, or whatever. It's just more of the same thing mm -hmm. that you like. It's not going to be as good or it's going to be different regardless because it's a different person making it. But it's still nice to have yeah. more of it. So, that's I fair. Know. I mean, I, th I think that's kind of how it's I look fine, at I a lot of things these days. And I definitely look at uh, I definitely do look at Dragon Ball the same way where it's like, I don't really need it, but it would be very nice to see. Um, I, mm -hmm. I do gotta say, GT was kind of mid though. Oh no, incredibly, incredibly. But Super Saiyan it 4 is. is the coolest looking. I'm not thing. gonna say shit. So that's enough for me but to. But I don't like Kid Goku. He go fuck himself. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like just the most annoying ship. Well, I did, but the Japanese version's a lot better because it, it's a bit more, gr it bit is. more gruesome I, too. They got away with a lot more shit. As I've gotten older, it's Japanese dubs are the superior 100%. to the English dub. It's just they just they just they're just able to get away with so much shit that it's like maybe exactly. Especially if you it's see more genuine, if you see the original you're not one, copying. If it's original Dragon Ball, Boma tit. <laughs> Yo, oh, dude, you gotta watch that shit. <laughs> that shit was fun. It's very that's like okay. it's not graphic. It's just more open. Like I don't even know how to describe it, but that's just how they be. But, oh, I know, but see, my whole thing is I don't, 
because because I was looking through it before we started watching it. I'm not a huge I'm a huge fan of Dragon Ball when it comes to the fighting. Like the problems that people have with Super is like it's nothing but just transformations and fighting for the sake of fighting. And then Z and and Dragon Ball is like more it's more dragged. It's elongated. It's story driven. Mm -hmm. It's this and that. I live for the stupid stuff, for the stupid fighting and yeah. the different colored hair. So that's <laughs> like you and me uh, are very different. I don't need to watch the original yo. Dragon Ball because <laughs> it has like, none damn. of that. Exactly. Like I said, I have to check out Super. I have to see what's going on with it, but I'm glad to see it at least still fucking thriving. Speak it, I want to add on to this too. Did oh, you yeah. know that um, the voice actor for Goku, he streams now? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. I Dude, think he I, did. Didn't I send you that on Instagram? He streams. Dude, he was playing Fortnite he one as video, himself. One idiot. Awesome. He was saying, like, how did he say? He didn't even Kami and Mama. Kami and Mama. Kami and Mama. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's crazy. It's amazing. I dude, love it's it. so good. All right. Next, we got Godzilla versus Kong 2. Matt, um, did you see the first I one? I actually kind of, like, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, good. like, I did, I'll be straight up and saying, I did not give a fuck about the, the story, <laughs> but it's not about the story. No, I, story, I, I know, but some people story, are like, man. well, you got no lore, man. I'm like, dude, listen, U.S. military. They see this big ass Mecha bitch Godzilla. coming out of the fucking volcano. Mega Godzilla. Kong, go fight him. Bitch, Monkey and bitch lizard fight. Give him it's an like, axe. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I'm just wondering where they're going to go from there. Because you know, you did the whole beat they, each other up thing. They said now they that, yeah, they the said robot. they're going to do it where, um, you know, it's going to be, I guess, teaming up towards what? I don't really know. You said it's going to be a robot? No, that's what the first one was. Oh, they fought Mecha Godzilla. That was the whole no, no, thing. no, I know that. I know that part, but I'm saying it's like... No, I'm talking about the new know. one. They said they I, know, gonna, I have no they, idea. They, they just said that they're going to team up again. I just I know, know. Like, but I'm also like this every time they make one of these movies. Every Like, Godzilla King of the Monsters was just like... International, like they went to the center yeah. of the Earth or something. And I'm like, where can they go from here? And then they fight each other. And they, they beat, beat up a robot, robot they destroy an entire city. I'm like, where can they go from here? They went to Japan. They've been everywhere, man. Hawaii. Hawaii? Yeah, man. But I'm excited. I feel like... I think they've been doing better because I feel like the whole monster movie genre has been kind of weak. You know? I think ever since... Um, yeah. Which is so strange because yeah. CG is so well, good Well, the problem now. is it's There's great, so much you could the do. issue that it comes about is that it's so great. You know, actually, I, I saw a video about this on YouTube the other day. The problem is that because the technology is so good it's a lot harder to get people to work that long like you know what i'm saying like how because now they um, uh they're trying to unionize uh visual effects artists so because of that because it's unfair it's the same shit that happened like rockstar too it is the right thing to do Which but is because right of that like major movie studios they don't want to extend their budget out like that so it's kind of a weird thing but that's why of course not. That's why, like, no offense to MCU, thing. they did pretty good for what they did. I think it's good. Sometimes not. Sometimes good. Um, but that's why people feel so bad for MC Marvel VFX graphic art. Well, it's not oh, only that because shoot. they got the fucking TV shows. They have like a whole list of fucking movies. You know. Well, no, that's what I was gonna say, man. I completely forgot that She-Hulk came out, I mean, and like, I even two watched people it today. watched it. <laughs> no, I think it did. Like, I think it did. No, yeah. I think no, no. She-Hulk is pretty good. Um, like, I want to say like eight hundred thousand views first week. I'm pretty sure. Something. I have no idea. 
It did. I, I just yeah. know it did more than the last no, couple I, shows. I, yeah, that's what I know too. I mean. Then again, when you got fucking yeah, five shows coming that's out the only. Pro I mean, I, that's Whoa, a different conversation. Geez. Five shows, three stand, movies, too much. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for MCU <laughs> to get all the hate, but come on, it's a little. It, come on, this. It's like Disney. Come on now. Listen, I'm hoping, man. I want to be wrong because you and me had this conversation. After Infinity War, it kind of died for me a little bit, but that's normal for everybody. There's, they have good shit. It's not even because well, of the podcast. Also we I actually genuinely podcast, tried to watch man. it on my own. I just couldn't do it. You know, I mean, it's different when you sit down and you try to find redeeming qualities yeah. in a show. I could not find anything. You know, the the last good show well, at least just, I you know, felt like I saw mentality. was Loki, and that was a decent one. Hawkeye, Hawkeye is like a Christmas kind of show. Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. Highly, highly. I've been getting a lot of recommendations. If you're gonna sit down too. and watch any MCU um, show, yeah. Hawkeye is really nice. Uh, speaking of things that could Damn, disappoint we're on the, you, we're on the music. Uh, the Panic week, at the Disco album. Let's let's talk music. Let's talk Panic. Let's talk Viva Las Vengeance. Matt, seeing as uh, you and I. Over the, the the length of this podcast, I've spoken about speaking, spoken about Panic at the Disco and music at large, constantly. I think the second episode of the podcast ever was us ranking Panic's discography right after Pray for the Wicked Kid. Hot garbage. Uh, no, how do kidding. you feel about bad. this new album? Um, it's kind of just mid for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not really that into it. Like my issue just I mean, really lies about where it's a good rock album. I think it's good. I think they do a lot of things right. I think my only issue is that um the repetitiveness doesn't even bother me i think it's just kind of a little bit all over the place you know i don't know if that makes sense um but it's still still i could agree style stylistically yeah, the general still consensus sense, um no go ahead yeah it, it's like it feels it definitely feels because we're, we're constantly now at this point where we keep wanting something like death of a bachelor but we keep getting more towards I, I won't even say pop but more towards broadway and more towards exactly what brendan yeah. Urey wants rather than what it was so this feels like the natural progression as to what would come next especially go, coming out of the pandemic but it still is continuously moving away from what it is that everybody loves no, about this a, band it's a soul and it's not even a band though. anymore can we be honest we know we, we've said it before dude i got the vinyl right i ordered the vinyl and the cd when the first single came out because you yeah. know i'm crazy I, I always have to have the cd and the vinyl why not looks nice it was only like 20 bucks for both so i get the vinyl and the cd and you open it right and i always like to look at the booklets in the booklet in the center you know it's all lyrics but then in the center there's a photo of brendan with the piano and it's it's just a list on the right side of everybody that sung and produced and what their positions were and on the bottom like like it, it looks like he he has a list and then he hit enter like three or four times and it says panic at the disco is colon brendan yuri and that is it it is all by itself it is him saying that he is the band it is just him and not only is it in the cd but if you open up the vinyl it says the same thing it is i mean everywhere it doesn't really it's hurt me as much as it hurts it is my because feelings. i'll be honest in saying that a lot of the band members were pretty passive you know the only people that you know we really had that were active was yeah. Ryan and uh oh my god I forgot the other guy's name that's how long it's been uh Spencer um Spencer was it Ryan though Ryan was the other songwriter the main one oh well Spencer yeah yeah Ryan Spencer, Ryan too. Was the, uh, Spencer the didn't singer. get the Ryan right was... treatment in my opinion but that's everybody's opinion right 
No, he didn't. I always thought that same thing goes for Dallas. I'm surprised he just. I know he was temporarily one, but he he really should have just been a full member at a certain point. Um, No, I know. Yeah, that's what I was saying. He was for a little while. He was an official member, and then he. I don't know why. Maybe because he was working on some IDK house stuff, but you know, I don't know. I think so far with what he's doing, I think he's definitely coming back around. At least in terms of my interest, I think. The thing is, I, I don't really have the expectation of wanting another yeah. go-up. I think it's pass and done. I do think, though, that, uh, you know, I do, I do think that yeah. it needs... I, I really don't know what else it could do. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that he can't keep can't making good music. I just stylistically don't know where I want him. Because he's always been mm-hmm. the type of guy to, like, bounce between, like, styles and stuff. But at a certain point, it's like, where do I nail him? I yeah. can't. So that's where I kind of stand with the band. I think if I had to round about the project, I think it was rough. I think, I think it was around the edges. But um, overall, I think it's a it's a good record. It's not my favorite. I'll leave a couple of tracks off of it. The replay value isn't really there for me. But, you know, so. That's fair. I think for me, you know, because I've got the tattoo. It's being <clears throat> this like crazy. I won't even say like crazy diehard panic fan, but I, I've like. You know, I shaped a lot of the way that I sing off of Brendan Urie, and I've been... I was telling... I was texting Brendan, I think, yesterday or the day before talking about the album. You know, I've been one of those people that has listened to Panic either, like, daily or weekly, at least, since the beginning of high yeah. school. Oh. <laughs> I was like... I, so I was like, one like, of those things that I try to look at. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it, it's, it's one of those things where I always have these expectations of where I want it to go. Or what, I, what I'm expecting, or what I can see, and I always try to look at it through a lens that's, no, I guess, a bit deeper than just saying it's trash, because it's not that it's trash. It's, you know, each album has its own, I think, specific, whether it's, it's like, stylistically trying to copy a certain I think artist, for the wake, or, like, mimic a certain artist style, though. or a certain specific part of a genre. <laughs> I I will continue to agree that Pray for the Wicked is at the bottom for me. I definitely think that Pray for the... It, where, where I'm trying to get is, right... I think that they're going to go it's not going to happen now but it's going to happen either with like two albums from now or whatever where it's going to come back around to something closer to like a vices or like like some some kind of weird cross between the broadway and the vices because you have i mean you have like doab was very much so like still panic but it was sinatra and then this is clearly freddie mercury and like trying to be 80s rock but it's also so much of the Broadway thrown into it. It's going to hopefully hit this apex and then change. I don't think this is set apex. I think he's going to sit down and genuinely write like a rock yeah. Broadway musical. So I think we still have to get to that point. But I, I firmly believe it'll come back around. But even even if it doesn't, this album for me has a lot of a lot of songs I could still get down with. And I don't know if that's just because I'm. You know, I'm, I'm some super fan that's going to accept whatever it is, or if it's because I genuinely like a handful of them. Yeah. But I'm still going to say it's closer I will say to too, the bottom. Is that only close? Well, again, is it one of... Is it be, is it the worst? No. Is it great? No. It's just kind of there. And that's where we'll keep it. No. Speaking of something no. that's just there, DJ Khaled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I was listening no. to this uh, when you were on your way home. It... I don't know if that's just me, 
because I really hate a lot of modern hip-hop. I don't know if it's just me or if it's this album, but everything sounds the fucking same. It sounds like it's the same song with different people over and over again. Even the song with Eminem. You know, Eminem. No, I, mean, I love the guy. This Even is, that song. Is I can speak good. on this because, you know, I've been producing this type of music for a while. Um, it's frustrating. I'm not saying that Khaled's doing anything wrong. I'm not saying anybody else is doing it wrong. But it's just difficult to really fall in love with it when it's very it's that much repetitive. You know? I'm not saying that, you know, the beats yeah. are bad. I'm not saying that the rapping's bad. I didn't like to use this gospel remix, by the way. And I'm the biggest Kanye fan. You know that. But it's like, at the end of the day, no, I not. just, I wasn't rocking with it. I like rap. I ain't rocking with it. You know, like, <laughs> um, I mean, but then again, I don't really expect much out of Khaled. You know, I, don't, I really don't. I don't, I don't, I don't really expect that much. So because of that, it's like, it's just kind of there. It, and most of the time the biggest song that does well is like a sing- song that he does with like drake um but then that's yeah usually i yeah, mean like i've, I've seen nothing but shit, quotes which was, that it was hard song it was, it was nice i ain't gonna lie it was dope but that's where i kind of see that's where i get mm. mad like i don't get mad but like i get frustrated because then i could see like i'm not saying drake made like the best new record recently but I could see why it's frustrating for him because it's like, especially two people always say like people like him, they make the same fucking music. What does he do? He tries to make something new. People don't like it. So it's like, well, what do you really want? You're going to complain no matter what. I think over yeah. even giving it some time, I actually like the new Drake record. It's not bad. It's really good. At least in my opinion, I think I honestly never, <laughs> honestly, not. <laughs> it's like, never mind. I mentioned it. <laughs> no, but I mean, with Drake and Kanye and even like like my guys like Frank Ocean Tyler like the people that I personally look up to they're always doing something different and that's why I look up to them I think it's really cool because it's like you can still identify the nuance but it's just something completely different you know like you had like Tyler the creator he went from like brashy like garage band rap like dirty shit like Eminem inspired to like now it's like DJ drama and like like mad lib kanye inspired but still with like that m like that m aggressiveness and flow like it's cool you know like that's how it should be but the problem is that radio doesn't like that and that's what cal was trying to go for here which is fine if that's your if that's your priority that's great of course he he loves radio it doesn't mean he just wants people to talk i gave him credit because it's not easy to make those types over and over again because People think that he does nothing. I would not say he does nothing. What he does is he collects people like me and rappers like, you know, the Babies and the Drakes and this and that. It's not easy because it's business and stuff too. I'm calling you. I thought it were. Um, Yeah. That's facts. Yeah, I'll finish off and just say. Can we talk about another album that's incredibly disappointing? (laughs) But um, what what were you going to talk about? Mid. Uh, Dude, so... 2020 right when, when everything first locked down black bear is an artist that i like I, I i knew a little bit of but i fell in love with during yeah. quarantine especially like stalking real early in the morning i was listening to him a lot so anytime that he's gone to put out music recently i've been i've been trying you know i've been trying to be there for it and listen to every single and whatever regardless of you know like what could change or what could be different if he tries to reinvent himself or whatever i have to say Again, I'm here for this like pop punk 
revival whatever that people are trying to do but just because you yeah. want to make a pop punk album doesn't mean that you should I and agree. I think this Black Bear and Loving Memory is the perfect example of that because he went from trying to be like some kind of rapper singer to you know get Travis Barker on your drums and have a feature with the used it doesn't yeah. I agree with you. You know, this is a conversation I had with one of my friends in the Discord the other day. And something I will say, and this isn't a stab at your taste. I think, it, if anything, I'm glad someone else feels the same way as I do because I think it's overdone too. It was a cool little fling thing, but I don't think that it has like standing power, you know? So because of that too, I mean, I was going to, no. I know it's not your style, but. This is what I was just talking about too, like in terms of doing shit differently. Blackberry signed on, or he signed off, like you know, like just gave a co-sign to like. Then remember that Breakin' Sky that I showed you? See, like sounds that he's doing is really cool. Yeah. Because it's like trap, hyper pop, but then you have like that emo tinge and like the crazy chords going on. But you saw that pop punk vocal, but it's like this story. Like there's so much going on, mm. but like together it's a perfect pop. And that's what I kind of would like to see Alternative keep doing. Because if you really pay attention to that lane, you'll see a lot of guys like that. Especially on SoundCloud right now. You know, it's almost like grungy. Like, I don't know. I guess you can call it like grunge pop or grunge trap type stuff. But it falls like in that vein. You know, but I I, I think the problem I is... I guess, yeah. I, I don't want to... Pop punk isn't dead. There's people that are going to keep listening to it. I think the issue is, is that it's a hard consumer base to satisfy because at a certain point, it's like okay you did the same thing again the songwriting is everything the same you know so and it's good it's good it's it i guess the main point i'm trying to make is that yeah. pop punk is such a legacy just, genre that it really should only be left to the people that popularized it and once they die that's dead i'm sorry but that's just me i know people really want to keep going with it was that i i i could accept that well yeah it has to evolve i mean it, it depends on how it's done you know me i hate machine gun kelly but Tickets to My Downfall was my, yeah. like, album anthem for a year or two. And in a situation like that, it's great. The sophomore album to his, like, rock, whatever, mainstream sellout, yeah. garbage. I listened to it a couple times, and it's some of the worst music I've ever heard. So, I, I don't even think that it's, like, a genre that should die with the people that created it. But I definitely think it's something that shouldn't be done just for the sake of it being done. Use it it's, in good taste, yeah. That's Know what you're doing. And then yeah, have, and I have agree. something in mind. I mean, and that's what, you know, if you look at a good example, it. that's what Juice World did. He had that tinge. In some songs, it was even full-blown like that. But it's the essence of it. And that's what you should take away. You know, and that's what, and that's the biggest problem a lot of artists, yeah. in my, including myself, I've had that issue multiple times where you think you're doing something different, but you got to double-check yourself. You don't have to do something completely different. But you have to do something that's, uh, that's like tinge. You, it's like it's like cooking. You don't want to make pizza every night. Maybe you want to make a flatbread. Maybe you want to make soup. Something. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah, right. Sure. Let's get to oh. the gaming so we can get on to this main topic. All right. So gaming. Uh, main thing. Right. So Gamescom was this week, but I don't Bunch know. Bunch of good stuff. I if mean, you saw anything that really stuck out to you? Because I know. I mean, there yeah. were a couple. Game. There was, I mean, there were a couple um, games, but I couldn't think of any titles God, off the top of my it? head. There was a bunch of... They had that Rick and Morty game that looks pretty good. <laughs> that looks, looks pretty cool. Oh, of course. Um, yeah, everybody's talking about that one. Oh, dude, I love it. Uh, there's actually, like, this... Um, guns yelling at you and shit. Another, like... 
Dark Soul clone thing. It's like takes place in China, like Imperial China. I forget the name of it, but I have to look at it. But that was cool too. Yeah, no, it's the cool stuff like that. I mean, they had a um, oh. oh, and the other one that caught my eye. They have a what was it called? Um, killer Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That was really cool too. It was great. That I saw. Yes, it actually, I had the same energy because I'll be honest in saying pass. it kind of reminds me a lot of uh, <laughs> that Jason the Friday Thirteenth game, where it's like the it's like a three B, I think it's three V seven, I think. Oh yeah, 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 it's yeah, a Courtney yeah. game. I I couldn't even tell. Um, Courtney plays that game. But yeah, no, nah, there was a couple good stuff. Um, oh, a couple good things coming out. Of it's one of those things where. I will say, I think you and me have matured yeah. enough to the point with gaming where we will always try new things, but we always go back to like the same main games, you know? That's just how we've always been. Either shooty, shooty, pew, 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 or for oh, yeah, me, it's just Bethesda shooty, Fallout shooty, games. Pew, pew, pew. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Or for me, zombies. I'm always going to try zombies no matter what it is, even though the somehow sledgehammer put out some zombies map like yesterday or the day before and it's really is it's really it's bad. rough out here it's, it's really, it's really here. a shame to be a zombie um, right now speaking of something rough we got some rough yeah. takes for you because we were inspired Struggle. by uh controller controller is a great uh instagram page but they were getting some interesting post. takes uh but we had a couple of our own so i'll go first my first one was that casual story games will always be objectively better than hardcore competitive multiplayer games. Because the thing is, it's not even and just I from the agree. execution of it, right? Hold up. There we go. Right there. I hate this mic. That's going to be the title of the episode. Matt's mic fucking sucks. God, I got to get a new XLR cable. So if you guys hear a bunch of... <laughs> Hold up. Now we're not in a spaceship no more. <laughs> um, it's a spaceship. No, I think that a lot of people say, "Oh, it's dead. It's this and that." I say, like, "I don't. It's not dead. It's not dead." No, no not at not. all. It's I think the problem is that people don't have the patience or the but it's mental not dead. attention span to do that no more. Like the one that really got me back in was Jedi Fallen Order. Exactly. Great fucking game. <laughs> it's Dark Souls and Star Wars, basically. Oh, it's coming. Because Jedi That's Fallen Order is such a good game. Coming. Got Fallen Order Where's 2 coming out soon. Um, but yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for it. I think um, and just for a lot of single oh, player yeah. games, I think they don't get enough love that they could be getting. You know? Yeah. That's a fact. Because everything's about multiplayer. You want to play with exactly, your friends. and then that's just where it's Shit. just like. So that's okay, where people cool. think the money is. And then you play with your friends for like maybe three, four hours, and they go to bed. Now we're adults, and we have shit to do. It's not even your. It's not your fault. It's just how it is for you and me. Dude, I'm trying, man. I've been trying for days to. I know. No, I've been trying for days to try yeah. to get the boys on together, and it's just hard, especially right now. You're you're working forty hours. I'm working forty hours. Our schedules don't line up as it is. Then you got yeah. Patrick and Justin. No, their all. schedules. But that's just a struggle. I mean, their schedules are consistent, but uh, they, none of ours match up whatsoever. Is, well, that was pretty much it. But then that's like my only mm. annoyance with people. They're like, why are you playing that? I'm like, uh. What were you gonna say? What's your what's your That's what's fair. your hot hot take? <laughs> Cause I like it, man. Who cares? I'm playing the game for me. All right, so I got a couple. Uh, I think the FPS 
as FPS as a genre is still growing and advancing and hasn't become stale, I think it's really just there's so much more diversity now and so many more options. Uh, I think having a first-person shooter in general is much more alive than it's really ever been. It's yeah. always clear-cut as to where the best game is going to be or the most popular, the most supported um, game is going to be. I'll but it is nowhere close I'll to stale. You have an infinite number of options. <laughs> uh, no. Nah. Well, no, nah, it's my hot opinion, too. That's okay. No, nah, I think... Um, I don't it's my hot take, not yours. I, I, I think it's still <laughs> growing, but I don't think... I think people's expectations have to be limited, you know? Because I think what happens is new game comes out. People say it sucks. Oh, the shooting mechanics are bad. Okay, let's fix it. And I think people just get tired of the conversation. Um, do I think BRs will be ever growing more? Yes. That's fair. Oh, really? Oh, I'm so fucking tired of battle royals, man. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's let's make a let's yeah, keep battle royale like small the, like they are right now, or like a like fortune. Yeah, I don't. Keep. I don't like the large scale. That kind of stuff I can get down with, like the because that because it's fast paced and it's crazy. Basically, I don't need the big ones. Keep keep the keep with me the, the small battle royale, and I will be very happy. Uh, number two, this is purely because I've seen this happen, and I've seen franchises fall apart. Uh, Extensive and expansive lore does not mean a great universe. Uh, examples of that, well, one that's very close to home is Kingdom Hearts, because you know, yeah. ten years ago, Kingdom Hearts was very easy to follow. I could even throw zombies in there too, easy to follow. And then every game would come out, and they would try to relate. You know, like what's happening is new, but also connects to the old. And now there's more old lore, and look at how expansive it gets. But then you get, you know, twenty some years think, down the line, I, I think it's ten contextual. plus games. I think it's very just because you're doing more and like, you want to make it more complicated. For what you're talking about, yeah, find a way to Probably. start over. Because I could see like Kingdom Hearts is a very linear game, so the more you add, the more just convolutes the main point. Whereas, whereas like a game like uh, I don't know, yeah, because then you just example? go back like, and from, forth. Oh, I mean, I'll just say my home camp, like the Fallout universe or Skyrim. The whole premise is to dig deep into the world, if that's its purpose. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, those feel so different. It feels like it, it in something like Skyrim, you're digging deeper and trying to expand a world because there's more to find and more to search for. In something like your Kingdom mm -hmm. Hearts or your Zombies, it's, yeah, you know, little questions that are asked that you don't need the answer to. So just it, but you're it giving just the answer, and the answer happens to be so gigantic and convoluted, yeah. it leads to another question, and you're you're just asking questions for the sake of asking them. Exactly. Like, dude, have you ever seen the photo of the zombies? Oh, so much reading, I stopped. Timeline, reading. like the circles <laughs> and the whatever, like interlocking to each other. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, exactly. if they same thing with Assassin's Creed. Stopped, Assassin's Creed just hurts in my me. Opinion, that's that's how you do like a, a universe wrong without uh, really having. Honestly, to Honestly, they could have even ended at Unity. I'm not saying story wise, but I'm just saying quality wise. Because I was satisfied at that point, but then after that, it's just like, well, that's a lie though, because I did play. Um, what was the one in Egypt? Oh my god, Oasis, Origins, that was a good one. That was a very. I heard the one after that was terrible though, the Roman one. Origins. <laughs> awesome. So you yeah, know honestly, how bad yeah, it I is. I made sure to, to buy that good full stuff. price and barely played it. And every now and then I try to get back into it. Dude, I I, yeah. I keep trying to go back because my whole thing is that I love to get 
you know, games that run super smooth or looks really nice. And uh, Odyssey is one of those Here games. Here we go again. And every time I try to jump back into <laughs> it and play it, it's just, it's Man. never good. And it's really upsetting. Okay. Sweet. All right, uh, I got one more, and then we're gonna move on to our main topic of the day. Forty-five minutes in. Uh, so there's a lot of talk with like the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and the S being like the last generation of consoles that they just want to support forever. I don't believe that. Uh, I, I thoroughly believe that this current generation of consoles will not be the last one because it is so much cheaper. You're right, and, and you're safer. Wrong. I and think that smarter as a consumer to just buy a console and instead of trying to build a PC. You have so much more possibility to build a PC, and there's so many more options, but it's so much more streamlined to just I mean, buy a box. You're right. The no, I'm not saying the convenience of using the box. Keep using the box. Buy a new box. I just think the only difference is that it's just going to become more modular. It's going to be like your cell phones. No, well, yeah, no, obviously, but I'm, what, but what I'm so saying is that the market's going to go more modular. I think because uh, as you can already, that's what a console is. See, between the Xbox taking a split between two consoles for a generation. That's fair. Uh, the PS5 doing the same thing. It's like, eventually it's going to get to a point, well, maybe next generation might have three tiers. And a generation after that, maybe five tiers. And and and, and not only that, but maybe there'll be third-party companies yeah. that'll just work like, with Xbox Yeah, you're right. PS5 you were just saying with phones. Where you, maybe you can upgrade your CPU or your, your GPU. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, my fear um, is that it would become more modular, but also be, more proprietary. Because of price control and limitation and that be a whole other your control, but I mean... Problem in itself. In all honesty, you already know that a market like that works because you have Apple. <laughs> you know? It has been. Well, and that's the thing, too. Then you well, look yeah, at the Apple, console market. But Apple be has like been like too. a very long game. You know, you know it's not like... Know. You're... You heard that they're upgrading well, yeah. the you price. Know, PlayStation you heard about that in Europe, Decides right? to try and screw people over. They could easily do it. That was a fucking baller move. And then oh, yeah. And then the Xbox instantly butter. shot so back and was like, no, we're not going to do it. They can do it. We're not going to. Do you know how many... Dude, I paid 200 I told you. You already know. I paid 200 for my S. Are you sure? Because the Xbox is stronger. They get 100 and and I play all the fucking games on there. It's fucking... <laughs> yeah, but you got. That's to, right. To be fair, you got aftermarket, but that's a good aftermarket. That's right. Price, I paid six fifty you know? for mine. My- I don't know, but anyway, um, nah, but all in all, I I agree with you. I don't, yeah. but I don't agree with you. I, I just think it'd just be a it's different horrible. market. But I do agree that I don't think, I think it's a very dumb thing to think that consoles are going away. I don't know who thought that, but it's not. It's it's really not. You have more of a push for people. You have a generation that wants to do it and like have more of a bigger push to uh. You know, it's not have um, what's the word? They want that ultra ultimate power, but some people aren't just gonna give the convenience <sighs> up right away. So, you know, that is a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. When Let's you get told me to it was on TikTok, I was surprised. This is my favorite. Like, really? It's, it's not even that it's a trend, like, but this is my favorite topic okay. going around. Okay, lay it on right me now. Then. It's the uh, the whole idea of quiet quitting. Dude, no, it's funny, dude. So, quiet quitting is... It's... I'm not gonna say it's a trend. Or maybe it is a trend. It's hilarious. It's it's just the idea... You're not actually quitting your job. It's the idea of just doing the amount of work that you're supposed to, and that, that is, is doing, it. That, doing, that is doing the bare minimum. I wouldn't even say it's... Yeah. Is it... Would you consider it doing the bare minimum? But just doing 
the exact job that you're paid for and n neglecting or refusing to do and go the whole above and beyond aspect because you're not compensated for it in any way. And I've just seen nothing but it's you know how every now and then there's yeah, there's some um, kind of like a lot problem in the world. Well, that has two generations completely split and they're fighting each other. Or it's a gender discrimination. Well, that does exist. This is this too, exact one. Gen. No, I was trying to get the word out. Generational discrimination exists, and um, that it mostly exist. happens with. I mean, it's no fucking surprise. I don't need to explain that, but just be mm -hmm. aware that it's an actual thing that um, you know that plays a big part, I guess, into this as well. At least from the stuff that I read too, and. Uh, yeah, from what I've seen, I mean, I've seen a bunch of different examples. I read some articles before I got home, and from what I can gather, it's a lot of basically, um, it's a, it's like an anti-hustle culture thing, where you know how hustle culture is like, you don't wake up at 6 a.m. and you start a business. You're a fucking pussy. Yeah. If you don't wake, if you don't wake up, if you don't wake up at 4 a.m., you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> Fuck. I love that somehow fucker. in every single episode, we can bring that up. Did just you gotta wake up at 4 a.m. Every episode, I, I'm, I would love for every it's gonna, episode. It's gonna happen, for you to though. find some way um, to go. If you don't but, fucking wake up at 4 But you already know, I used to subscribe to I'm sure at some point you did too, and it's <laughs> it's toxic because it's like the, the problem is, and we talked about it in our snack time, go check it out. Um, <laughs> is that. It uh, is. Yes. But the big point that we made in that episode too was. That uh, expectations versus reality mentality only works if you have something up and running you know it's like it's almost oh god mike are you okay <laughs> you did a rebound on that one <laughs> no but it's like having a did you break it's it like again? having oh my a, god <laughs> like a beamer like driving around a beamer like it's a lamborghini you know it's like you're pushing it beyond what it's really meant for at this given time and some people will get there some people won't like that's just the reality of life think that has to be accepted but the bigger point yeah. is just to end up where you are and be happy and work towards what you want you know all that corny shit but it's true um but i guess you go it's it's i love this trend because i firmly believe in the idea of not i, I don't believe in doing the bare minimum but i also don't believe in doing the, the big thing that I'll say constantly when I'm at work is uh, don't care about the business as much mm -hmm. as the business cares about you. Yeah. Or like, don't, uh, don't care more Mass about Corp, the business than the business number, does about man. you. Because if you disappear tomorrow, you're replaceable. That doesn't matter. Exactly. You're just yeah. another couple pair of hands that they could hire ten more of tomorrow if they wanted to. So it doesn't matter to them. So it shouldn't matter to you. And uh, I... Again, I don't believe in doing the complete bare minimum, but I love I mean, the idea of just people I don't being think so that people pissed are off upset about, about doing what they're supposed doing to. Doing what they have to do, at least from... So my understanding... Oh, no, 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 no. I mean it from the other perspective. I mean, like, I love oh, how dude, yeah. these... 100%. This older well, exactly. generation is like, why aren't you going above and well, beyond? And how are you ever going to get promoted? Um, well, and that's... Like, and you also have a job paying description, too. Like, why are you, you expecting me to do 150? If you're only pay paying me, me for three, hundred, four things, I'm just gonna do those three, four things. Fact. And I think you and me can both speak on our company culture that, you know, that's heavily promoted. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, no, that's. Me too. 
Please don't fire I me. I mean, we're, we're, we're speaking about Costco directly <laughs> right now. You know, not- again, I love Costco. Love it as a family business. Family business. I love it. Please don't fire me. I love my job. It's, but... It is. It's is one of those things, but that's how they get around it. You know, not in like a malicious way. Promoted, but it's at, you know? at Costco. Everybody and does I don't... everything. Exactly, but that that to me is the right way to do it. You're not going above and beyond because you have to. It's like your job description is you're going to do yeah, basically this one thing most of the time, but you need to be ready to do these twenty other things if we need to. You know, it's not like. It's yeah. not like you come in and they're like, "Hey, I know yeah, you're no, scheduled I mean, one I mean, to six o'clock. That's really what it is. Be here until eleven know, o'clock because think, so and so called But bringing out. it back to it, I think, um, you know, I, 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 I personally think that I don't know. I'm cross with it because I think you mean both. Because it's like you want to do the most that you can do, but you don't want to kill yourself either. I think so too. No, I think it's very situational. Situationally dependent, in that it's. I mean, if there's a chance or you have the opportunity to move up, and it's one of those things that's more, not necessarily guaranteed, but it's it's more common, and you've seen it more, and you've you've watched it happen, and you've you've been pushing yourself a little bit, and you can see the benefits and the results and the things that have already come from the harder work you've done. Fine, yeah. you know, in in those senses, I get it. By all means, push to two hundred percent and get where you want to go. But yeah. if it's one of those and things, that's, that's how if I it's not your choice to do, don't like, do it. I if it's will not an option, no matter what, if I'm asked to do something, I'll do it. I'm not against it. But I think it's just smarter to be that way because it's like, because well, exactly, and that's the thing. Well, because now you're talking about a liability situation. Where that's it's the whole like, thing. If you're asked, you know what it is. It's like a good Samaritan versus like a professional. Like for instance, just to yeah. put it in broad terms. Right, like you, for instance, right? You and I... Oh, oh my God, rebound again. <laughs> um, you and I are both in one department. That's our responsibility. <laughs> that's our liability. If we don't have that done, that's on us. But if you ask me to do something that's outside of it, and I'm not that good at it, because yes. it's not my main thing, can you really be upset at me for it? You know? <laughs> That's just, that's kind of like, and that's where I stand on it, where it's like, I shouldn't think respectfully, be. shouldn't have the ability to be upset about something like that, your workplace, but I don't think at the same time that you should just completely shut out. And I guess the main point, at least I think for us, we're finding the middle ground within all of this is more so a matter of just like. I, I like in some odd way I do agree with it. I think if you if I'm really gonna expand even more on this because you and me both know like we you and I both have like broader ambitions in life and shit, you know. So of course like I think the least amount of stress possible and the most effort into what you want is mm. more important than trying to put all your eggs in an, every other basket, you know. That's just that's just where I stand on it. So. Yeah, yeah. Biggie Smalls player. It's uh, a fact. I would yeah. agree. All right, man. Quiet quitting. Biggie. All right. Let's get on with it. Let's get towards the uh, the outro. The what yeah. we got coming up because I am a fading, fading light into the distance but, uh, of sleepy, tired, sleepy, sleepy boy. Idiot. That's right. 
Um, right now. All right, Matt. What do you got going on? What's uh anything? Anything new? Are you working on anything? You putting anything to, out? I'm not. Try, I'm not famous enough to be like, yeah, man. The album's coming out Carter Six, you know. But it's like. Well, dude, you never know. This is this oh. is your personal podcast. This is something you're part of. If you want to push your own stuff, push your own get stuff. Tar- get, this is get tar- this little ending here, just like on the end of Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, thirty seconds, or at the end no. of Hot Ones. Um, just tell tell the people what you got going on. Um, gonna really try and finish up some more of these <laughs> tracks. Trying to get. Um, I'm not done with being producer. If you want production yes, tracks, hit me up at Beats underscore Instagram. But um definitely trying to release more of my own personal projects and performances so Hooray. that is that is all how about you okay Go uh, i think i'm gonna keep posting on tiktok because i like t- not i like the serotonin it gives me to sit yeah, and sing that's uh, um, i like when it sounds good at its finest and i like watching <laughs> the uh, the numbers go up <laughs> oh, so that's like God. an ego thing Oh yes, it is a hundred and twenty-five percent. But you know what? Fine. Uh, here, let me get my book. Timmy, yes. can you please hand me my stoic journal, please, so I can read the. Yo, uh, yeah, it's Matt. Post production. Listen, uh, audio fucked up. We're getting better though. But anyway, make sure main episodes every Monday, and snack times, personal episodes that we go into, just dive into one topic, thirty minutes. Great Friday commute. Just check it out. Um, every Friday. Main episodes Monday, Snack Bowls Friday. Check it out. How do you?